Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure you visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about their website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out. So you don't even have to worry about it. It's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when you visit their website. So be sure to do so at gunspot.com. And while you're strapped up, saddle up in a new ride from Roper Kia. Check out their inventory online. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Miked Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. You better believe it. Once you have that nicer, newer ride, you know you're going to need the oil changed and the tire service at some point. I know I need my oil changed, and so that means probably tomorrow I'm going to drop that sucker off at downtown Lou for about 10 minutes while they change my oil because that is what they specialize in is tires and lube. But that's not all they specialize in. So be sure to visit their website at downtownloop.com for their full list of services. Like I said, not a matter of if, matter of when you're going to need that oil change in those tire service. Get that taken care of right here in the four state area at Downtown Loop. Random thought. We should do a calendar for our sponsors. <laughs> that would be a great idea. <laughs> I think so. Like We could throw in some pictures of us, but also pictures of them. Yeah. It's calendar season. <laughs> it's probably too late in the game. <laughs> December 18th, as we record this. How long does it take to get a calendar made? Can you get a them printed off at Walgreens? A week. You, you can do it at the place I used to work. You can have it. I have a calendar in my hands in one week. Really? Yeah. By Christmas. Let's see, I'm dead serious. Let's get the interest in it, and I'll do it. <laughs> oh, it's super easy. I've done it before. So I'm thinking, like, are you thinking, like, we take our own pictures? Yeah. We can make it happen. I would love to go to Mid America RV and, like, do one of those like Spider-Man pictures where you run on an object and you jump and like hit it and then like you freeze the video and screenshot it so it looks like uh-huh. you're Spider-Man on it. I'd love to do that to an RV. TBD, let us know if you're interested in a calendar. <laughs> um, how about this? Let's start the day with a little football. Mm. World Cup happened today. Wow. I know you were watching it. Yeah. Ends in penalty kicks. Argentina wins this thing. I watched none of it. Not a single uh, second. Once I saw Matt kind of send a group shot, I was like, I uh, sent a message in our group chat. I was like, oh, snap, that is on today. And I was like, Argentina, France, that's awesome. And then I saw the score was like 2-0 Argentina, like really quick from the start. And I was like, well, this is like pretty much over. And the next thing you know, it's 3-3. I turned it on, and Mbappe has scored all three goals for France. So that's a hat trick right there. And I was like, well, that's incredible. They get all the way down to the end. There's extra time. There's even more time. I think they went to like 118 minutes before they eventually went to the penalty kicks. Mbappe had an opportunity right there at the end to kick a game-winning field goal, as did Argentina, but they missed it. Mbappe got real close. You could tell he was aggravated with himself when they went to the penalty kicks because there was an opportunity there, like I said. But then to get into that moment, and like Argentina's goalie went full like dick mode competition. It was incredible. It's like when they give these penalty kicks, like I guess the goalie just like tosses the ball to the other team or is that situation. So he went to act like he was going to walk the ball out to France's kicker. I'm not going to act like I know who these guys is, what their names are. I know two of them. Mbappe and Messi. That's it. (laughs) That's it. And I learned how to pronounce Mbappe's name two weeks ago. I've been saying Mbappe. (laughs) Whoops. Hey, Mbappe. (laughs) Pretty much. I was like, man, that's a real sexual name, ain't it? Uh, But anyways, the goalie instead, like he's looking like he's going to walk the ball and they're actually like, oh, this is just like a, you know, uh, like strategic type of intimidation mode right here for him. And then he just like tosses the ball off to the side and walks back to the goal. I'm like, you can do that. Like in the NFL, there's like so many flags for that. It's going to be insane. <laughs> yeah. This dude acts like I'm going to hand you the ball. Pff, bitch, walk and get it yourself. Mm-hmm. Guy missed it. Mm. Yeah. Worked out. Argentina comes out with a win. Oh yeah. It was a pretty, it was a very, very interesting end of the game. And they said, this is the best world cup in history. It was like one of the best games we'll ever see. Well, they should never have it in Qatar again, but <laughs> yeah. it, it is cool that they got two of the superstars. Like, I, I don't watch soccer. Mm-hmm. There are three soccer players that I know, the other one being Ronaldo, and you get two of them facing each other in the World Cup. So it, it was a huge event. I did see some tweets earlier today, though, that it tells you a lot about where, fo- uh, where soccer stands in the United States because 
they cut off the the telecast. And they're like, hey, okay, now let's go to the first quarter of this actual football game. <laughs> yeah, the, the announcers said, uh, so we're not going to see the trophy raised. That'll be over on FS1 since due to our NFL deal. So this will be it for Fox. And it was like, yep. football game. Bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, American football. Yeah, here's Greg Olson telling you about who's playing <laughs> on Fox. I don't know whoever it was. I don't know. But I, it, it is cool. But it also it goes to show where soccer still ranks. But globally, it's got to be it's the number one sport. It's just oh, it gets so sure. much attention. Well, I mean, you you realize that once you look at like uh, Messi and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's like Instagram, like they're the right. top followed athletes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like 300 million people. It is insane the amount that's there, and it like puts it in perspective with Taylor Swift. Like LeBron James doesn't have nearly that many, right. you know. Steph and, Curry, and basketball Patrick is a pretty Mahomes. global sport. Yeah. You know, they play basketball all over the world, but the NBA is just it doesn't have the reach that soccer mm-hmm. does. Yeah, it is crazy. I kind of feel bad that I've never gotten super into it. I yeah, I kind of wish I could take a more deep dive into it. But it's like our buddy Cole, you're getting up at six a.m. to watch a game. Hey, I'm snooting, dog. I am. I'm out. I'm just now getting into Ted Lasso. So that's where I'm at on soccer. Oh, hey, that might be a good start. That's a great show. I hope you like it. There are some cheesy lines to it, but I hope you like it. I like it. cheesy, though. Like I like okay. Ted Lasso because the character is supposed to be cheesy. Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad you're you into know? that understanding. Yeah. Like, you hated Friday Night Lights, the show. And you're like, because it's just I feel corny. Like, yeah, that was cheesy, but it wasn't supposed to be cheesy. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, these guys, they're so corny. Every game comes down to the last play. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but Ted Lasso feels a little bit different, but I'm getting into that one. Also had a lot of real football this weekend, and it snuck up on me, Saturday games in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. I get the alert, <laughs> the games are about to start, and I'm like, oh, okay. I, I don't remember. I think I was doing some Christmas shopping or something, and then realized, well, I'll watch the game when I get home. Well, the first game was the Colts-Vikings game. So by the time I got back home, the score was 33 to nothing. Half-time. And I said, not watching that. <laughs> but the Vikings come back. The biggest um, Colts blow the biggest lead in NFL history. And it is Matt Ryan again. A 33-point lead as the Vikings come back to win this thing. I, I knew that they were coming back, but I almost felt like I owed it to Vikings fans to not watch it. So I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch the game. Caught up on the highlights, though. <laughs> Jeff Saturday, like I kind of rooted for him. This goes to show that you can't just walk off the streets and be an NFL coach. No yeah, matter I mean, what level you've played. Like, he's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. A little different to be a coach in the NFL. I, I just, I don't know, like, what went wrong for the Colts. Because there were so many moments at the end of the game where Kirk Cousins throws an interception. The Colts get the ball back. And then there's just so many other instances that took place that the, the Vikings just kept getting the ball and then finding ways to score. And you're just looking at the Colts like, just run the clock out. Like, mm-hmm. why are you guys making this so difficult? And it was the same thing the Falcons did in the Super Bowl. You're snapping the ball with 15 seconds left on, you know, the play clock here. Let that sucker roll. Let that go all the way down to one. Take as much time off the clock as you possibly can. And it's just, and you know, you start to play like, okay, you're playing to not to win, but you're playing to not to lose football. You can't do that sometimes. Sometimes you got to put your foot on the throat, stab him with the dagger, and keep going. And the Colts did not do that at all. And the Vikings just kept coming back. And that's the crazy thing that, that for some reason in the world of football, especially at the highest levels, coaches haven't figured this out that you can't go conservative. Yeah. Like, it's, sometimes you can. I guess it doesn't always get called out when people go conservative. But there's so many instances where people come back because you didn't just put your foot on the throat. Well, when you get conservative, it's like you still have to be successful at being conservative. You know, a lot of that. Yeah, is, you can't just go you know, free we're and take out those short time. throws down the field. You know, we're going to kind of just get a couple runs here. We're just going to eat away successfully getting first downs. When you're not doing that, that's when it turns into, okay, now we're playing not to lose. We just got to, you know, try and control this. And then that's everybody's mindset. And then you're playing scared. And then that's where the mistakes come with the interceptions and the fumbles. And then the Vikings defense takes advantage of that. First half of the game. It was a complete opposite. The Vikings couldn't get anything going. The Colts were just doing whatever they wanted. John, even with Jonathan Taylor out, he went out very early in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to wonder too: Is Jonathan Taylor like I know we hyped him up a lot coming in this year? He's a good running back. He spent him a huge chunk of this year injured. Yeah, and like that whole running back, like DeAndre Swift, even with the Lions. Like I know I'm kind of going way off topic here with this stuff. He's been battling some injuries. When the Lions get into the red zone, they give the ball to Jamal Williams. They're like mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift. Sorry, you're not scoring touchdowns here. 
Is that entire yeah. running back class just a little overrated? That was the same like Clyde did earlier with the Chiefs first round. <laughs> See did him? he play today? <laughs> no, he's hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. sure he is. Yeah. I didn't mean that rudely, but <laughs> no, he's uh, running back three, but can't play special teams. So yeah, we're gonna list you as injured. Uh, that whole class. So they did come in very highly rated. Of like, there are five guys that could be first round picks, and now none of them went in the first round because. There were five really good running backs, so most of them went in the second mm-hmm. or even into the third round. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is the only one in the first at pick 32 overall. I think Jonathan Taylor still has a really good case. I mean, even this year, he still has 861 rushing yards. It looks really good. I think that that offensive line has just been bad, and everybody knows that they're going. their only option is to give him the ball. So he's still had a good season. But, you know, the rest of them, like Cam Akers, I don't know that he's ever going to bounce back and be anything. Mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins had a good game on Saturday, but he's been injured a lot. Clyde Edwards Lair, I don't know about you, I'm done with him. Yeah, pretty much. The only thing that I can possibly think of is if he takes that Jarek McKinnon role next year because McKinnon's a free agent after this, but mm-hmm. even then it's he's had that opportunity to fill that role and he didn't do it. Right, or he just, can't stay healthy. Exactly. Yeah. So I I I don't think that he's ever gonna live up to being a round one running back. He is going to be one of those guys that's like this is why you don't take a running back in the first round Mm -hmm. because you have a guy in Isaiah Pacheco who's great, who's getting the job done. And what was he, a sixth-round draft pick? Uh, I think he was seventh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So that running back class is is an interesting one. And then, you know, DeAndre Swift as well, too. Mm -hmm. He's never really taken over to be the guy. It's like they keep waiting for it, but it's just we're not seeing those explosive plays like we saw with Jonathan Taylor and – you know, he, he does have those runs where he gets real close to the goal line, but then it's like, well, now we're going to put in Jamal Williams. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, back to that Vikings game, though, one guy that has really taken over is Justin Jefferson. And I think with Justin Jefferson, it is time to let him have his crown. He's the best receiver in football. A lot of people can make excuses for him. I, I even, I've talked to some people that are like, oh, no, Jamar Chase is still better. He's just not healthy. Eventually, you just got to give the guy his crown and say, yes, he is. He has 111 catches, 1,600 yards, and seven touchdowns through 14 games. And he's just he keeps doing it year mm-hmm. after year after year. You know, and so like the argument for a guy like Jamar Chase, I think Jamar Chase, Chase is excellent. And he's going to be one of the top five receivers in the league pretty soon. He hasn't done it as consistently as Justin Jefferson is. No, I completely agree. The only other name that I'm, you know, the other two that I really throw out there is Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. And they're right behind him in the receiving yards, you know, as being yeah. stat leaders. But it's still just Justin Jefferson. Everyone knows he's the main guy for the Vikings. Even with Dobbin Cook and Adam Thielen being on the other side, everyone knows they're going to Justin Jefferson. And he mm-hmm. still makes plays. Like, that's what makes you the best is where everyone knows the ball is going to you. You're going to be the one that's, you know, making all the plays, and you still do. Yeah, 158 targets so far. Wow. Then on Saturday, he got targeted, targeted 16 times, but still had 12 catches. He's another one of those guys where he's not overly fast. He's not overly big. He doesn't make the jaw-dropping catches. Mm-hmm. So it's like he gets underrated because of it. If he were six foot four, or if he had made a catch like Odell Beckham, or was as fast as Tyreek Hill, no one would question if he was the best receiver. Why is Odell still, like, talked about as much? I don't know. I'm like, so is it because it. of that one catch? Like, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, Odell's a free agent. Like, who's he going to sign with? Who cares right now? Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to sign. We're not going to see him till the second week of the playoffs, or the second round of the playoffs, I should say. Mm-hmm. And that's if the team he joins gets that far. Yeah. And he, he looked good for the Rams last year. But now he's, he's getting a little older. He's coming off an ACL injury. Mm-hmm. I don't expect him to do much of anything now, like, if he does great but yeah he's not going to come in and be the old odell beckham and i don't think he's going to come in and be what he was for the rams last year mm-hmm. even if he, you know, it looks like the cowboys want to sign him even if he's a cowboy even if he's a chief mm-hmm. i just i still don't have a lot of uh, high expectations for what he can do it's more of like i need to see it before i believe it because like right now my expectations are not that high and i do like in saying all that i do think if he stayed healthy through the super bowl he probably would have been the mvp Mm-hmm. And we are talking differently about him. Yeah. Well, and then he probably re-signs and has a pretty decent year. But mm-hmm. that, that last injury that he had was pretty rough. Speaking pretty of ACLs, Kyler Murray tore his ACL last time. Yeah. Uh, we haven't got to talk about that one. 
This is an interesting one for me because um, this is why players hold out. This is why you demand those contracts. This is why you wipe your Instagram clean. So on that point, I totally get it. He did what he was supposed to because now he's gotten paid. And if he wouldn't have signed that contract and he had this looming over him, you're getting hit with a franchise tag at best. Oh, 100%. You know? And I saw something, too, this morning that they're going to try and have him do prehab where he's going to do a little bit of like movement or some type of exercises for it before surgery, and they're expecting him before the season next year. That's advancements in That's medicine, nuts. man. Yeah, like, hey, we're going to go ahead and get your knee strong and ready for surgery, and then when you get back out, we'll be good to go. We just got to work on the strength of your ACL and get used to the pressure. I wish I would have done prehab yeah. on my injuries. <laughs> I saw a video today of a guy getting his knee popped back into place after Ugh. dislocating it. I, I didn't know it looked that bad, to tell you the truth. I had it happen. I didn't look. <laughs> it was bad. I almost sent it to you guys, and then I thought, eh, that's a little gross, actually. You should have. I would have been fine. <laughs> the only thing I can't handle, the one that's really got me the most is when I was watching someone do a leg press, and their legs went the other way because they locked their knees. After that, it's like I've kind of found a weak yeah. stomach for stuff. <laughs> this is going to make me because, throw like, up. Because <laughs> that video, like they just – the person was stuck and they're just screaming and they're, uh-huh. they're just ostrich-legged and you're like, yep. You got to have somebody bring – come and get that weight off of you. Uh, who the, like, I don't think – I think they're by themselves in the video. <laughs> like they're just playing a fitness. She's like, ah. No. And I'm the kind of guy that if – it rarely happens. If I go work out, I don't want there to be a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Two or three is nice. <laughs> I need someone else in the gym. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. case something happens. Yeah. I don't remember who the running back was out of Florida State a couple of years ago. Dropped the, the bench weight on his throat. Yes. Or was it USC? I think it might have been USC. But regardless. I think you are right. Yeah. Dropped it right on his throat. <sighs> or I've been doing dumbbell press before and had a guy there and was doing it with like as a group. I think it was a football thing. And one of the coaches was like, hey be careful on your next rep. Like your arms are starting to give. And sure enough, the kid's next rep, his arm buckled. He hit himself right in the head with a dumbbell. It's like, I need that guy around to be like, that's your last rep. <laughs> I need somebody to spot me because yeah. I'm not going to do that. You got to have the guy say to be like one more, one more, be like, okay, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Easy. You're going to hurt yourself. Right? The, the spotter is, is an underrated asset in the gym. That's why I don't go anymore. Anyway. Yeah, I've seen, I've heard a story. I had a friend uh, tell me a story how a mom was out to the gym working with her daughter. She was on the Smith machine, and she had a bench in front of her, like an incline bench, and she put it backwards to her, and she was doing like good mornings with it, and she put too much weight on, and she slipped, and it pinched her neck between Whoop. that seat and the bar, broke her neck right in front of her daughter. It was on video. She died? Died Oof. in the gym right in front of her daughter doing that. So I'm not doing good mornings. I'll tell you that. Not no more. That's why I don't work out. It's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> too, I can die working out. Too many out. injuries. You know, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. <laughs> you get hurt. I don't get hurt. <laughs> We'll talk about exercise. I'm thinking about starting training for triathlon. In the triathlon? Triathlon. Is that swim running, swimming, biking? Yep. Swim 500 meters, run a 5K, and bike 12.2 miles. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like it's doable. Like I could mm-hmm. do it and live. Give me those numbers again. You're swimming. 500 meters. Obviously, I can't do that with you. Yeah, that one's really hard. <laughs> Running a 5K, uh-huh. that's going to take some training. And then biking 12.2 miles. Yeah. With so the, it's kind of like the a right beginner triathlon. I honestly yeah. feel like that's not that hard. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. But then, you know, it's like I also think, like, this isn't just like a casual bike ride. Like, ooh, I'm going to pedal, then coast, pedal, then coast. It's mm-hmm. You're pedaling 12 miles, pal. Quads are going to be, I do that on exercise by two minutes in. I'm like, fuck this, dude. I say do it. Go for it. I'm, I'm going to try. I fully support you and think you can do it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I think I'm going to try. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll be the combine, there to cheer you on. Big country triathlon. <laughs> yeah, where do you do this at? It's in Joplin. It's north. Wonderful. I don't even I have to travel. <laughs> I will have a sign. I will put water out for you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Whatever you need me to be, I will be for you. Except for I will not be around the swimming part. I don't go around water. You'll be fine. You will keep you away from it. Mm-hmm. I will. I will set up somewhere on your bike path. Give you a Gatorade. Oh, I will best. set up somewhere on the running path. Give you a high five or words of encouragement. Give me a little spray of mist. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be hot. Right. I will just have a cup of water, like full arm extension, and you can just slap it out of my hand. Like, I don't need it. <laughs> Get that out of my face. 
and then I'll just stand there cold and wet the entire rest of the time. I'll do uh actually what I'll do is I'll act like I'm taking a drink, but instead of swallowing, I just spit it out like boxers. No idea why they do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I see people do that that run like marathons and stuff mm-hmm. too. It's like, why'd you do that? It actually just made sense. You keep moisture in your mouth because your mouth's gonna dry out. Most why, people why run with like their mouth like kinda like mouth breathers. Mm-hmm. So you just like re moisturize your mouth. It's making my mouth makes water. it easier to breathe. Yeah, it mine is actually. What do you deep. think your time would be? I have no idea how to even... zero. I, the worst part is I don't know how five hundred meters of swimming is. That's what my next follow up question was going to be. I don't know how difficult that is. I feel like that would be like if you die, you know, literally or figuratively, like swimming. How hard is the rest of the time? And like, do I get to go from swimming to, to biking? Swim- yeah, they probably want you to start swimming. Yeah, like you don't want to is. go into that and be tired. <laughs> Dude, sorry about you. Yeah. It was all trying to give it my all. Just... Yeah. His lats cramped up. Where's swimmers? Swim 234. It's at the bottom of the lake. And do you do it at a lake around here? Uh, yeah. Well, you're signing up because now I'm excited for you. Okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's really why I'm saying this because I need to be held accountable. And I need right, to get back yeah. in the gym. I've mm-hmm. taken a nice little month off. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's time to get my shit back in order. The holidays. That's what I told myself. It's That's usually, what everybody blames it on. <laughs> every Thanksgiving, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start like watching what I eat, and like I don't splurge at Thanksgiving. This year, I, they had to roll me out of my aunt's house. I was just like, I ate so much. I took a fat nap. Mm-hmm. I felt like the old uncle that you know everyone's so excited to see, and I was just <clears throat> on the couch during the Cowboys game. Woke mm-hmm. up, grabbed my dog, went home. Christmas, we do the same thing, and I'm getting back in getting back in order. Yeah, we're a week out from Christmas. I know. It, bad, bad weather this next week too. Uh-huh, I don't know if you yeah, realize that. White Christmas is what they're saying in the area. <laughs> Every old lady that came to the bank last week cracks me up. <laughs> oh, we might get a white Christmas, sweetheart. Are you excited about it? <laughs> I guess. Goddamn, Karen. What do we want to do here? <laughs> do you yeah. want a loan or not? <laughs> yeah, I I'm kind of excited about the potential for snow. I am too. We've already had a couple little dusting flurries or yeah, whatever yeah. we want to call them. That first snow, if it comes on Christmas, I'm not a big Christmas guy. That's pretty cool. Pretty magical. <laughs> I could do without the nine degrees weather that's going to come with it. Yeah. But a little snow, not too bad. I don't know how we got this far down the rabbit hole, but Christmas <laughs> is coming up. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you finished shopping? Uh, I haven't even started, pal. <laughs> I guess you don't have the, like as Nobody. many people. I, got, yeah. I, got I have my two dog. kids. Yeah. Like <laughs> I can't start the week before. I have two people left to buy for. And I tried to go to a store uh, today mm-hmm. and it wasn't open. Hmm. Are we not all doing holiday hours? Like I know it's Sunday, but help, help a brother, a brother out. out. <laughs> it's like, this is my day to get stuff done. <laughs> This is this the day is that the Lord has made Come on. for me to get stuff done, and it wasn't open. So uh, I guess I'm going to have to try to do that tomorrow. But I feel pretty good. Two days, I can be done. I can be done. Yeah, I have to go buy at least one $25 gift for our white elephant game that we play at my grandparents' house, and then I'll probably get some friends a gift, and that'll be it. Yeah, that's not a bad way to do it, the white elephant. Is it like it's a dumb gift, though, or do you buy something serious? Uh, kind of both because you want someone to want your gift so the game gets over with quickly. Mm-hmm. So I've done it before when I was married. They did both. They did a white elephant gift, and then you bought, like, if you were a boy, you would buy a boy gift. I guess that's confusing now for people maybe. I don't know. But, like, since I identify as a male, mm-hmm. I would buy something that most likely a male would like. It, But it worked. But at the same time, it's like I'm spending $50 for yes. this gift exchange. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. <laughs> hey, that's really not helping out. <laughs> and what did I get in return? A pair of dirty socks and a three-man tent. Literally walked away with that one year. It's like, I spent $50 to get this stuff. You got a three-man tent? Mm-hmm. You still have it? I do. There we go. <laughs> so that's maybe a, that was worth it. Kind of it. a handy little gift there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but could have just bought myself a tent <laughs> yeah, for 25 bucks. <laughs> If I wanted a tent, I would buy it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's about the spirit of giving. I am excited about Christmas. A little bit of a Scrooge. Sometimes. <laughs> but I've been listening to Christmas music. I was a Scrooge for Thanksgiving big time. I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Complete heel turn, so I need to apologize. Yeah. Um, other exciting things that happened today. Justin Fields becomes the fourth quarterback ever to rush for 1,000 yards 
joining Lamar Jackson, who did it in 2019 and 2020, and then Michael Vick, who did it in 2006. We've kind of talked about this before. I love it. I love watching him run and use his athletic ability. And I thought that that was something that didn't get taken advantage of at Ohio State. Uh, yeah. Or even in his you know last year in his rookie season. Now it's just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm really good at running. I'm going to do it. And I don't know if that was part of like him saying I want to be more than just a running quarterback or what, but he has potential to be a, a very, very special quarterback because he does have a good arm. I yeah. think that Justin Fields is a better thrower than Lamar Jackson. That's where I'm so glad you said because that's where I was getting ready to go. Like, that's one thing that you know he showcased at Ohio State so much was how well he can throw the ball like accurately down the field in tight windows. And he also has – I, mean, I think there was rumors that he was going to run a 4-3-40. Mm-hmm. I think he ends up running a 4-4-4. Um, so he got close with it. But at the same time, it's just you have that arm and now you have the legs. He's showcasing the legs of this year. This gives Chicago an opportunity to be like, okay, hey, we know what he can do and what he's capable of. Now let's put some weapons behind him so this becomes an even bigger threat. Yeah. And it, that like, is so exciting for Chicago, and I think they absolutely deserve it. it yeah, getting him some help on the offensive line still. Mm-hmm. I think they're, I like their running backs. When David Montgomery's out there um, and he's healthy, I think that he looks really good. And then they had the other running back whose name I can't even remember. But getting, them, getting him some help. Uh, I like Cole Komet at tight end. I think he can be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, trading for a guy like Chase Claypool was – it's a good move, and I like Chase Claypool. I think he's a little bit more of a name than he is a product. Yeah, I mean, especially – mainly that was because in Pittsburgh with, like, Big Ben's going to give you those opportunities to make some plays along the sideline. Mm-hmm. Some of these other quarterbacks, like, especially in Pittsburgh, when, you know, you have Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett, it's, they're not really ready to risk those type of throws in case something happens. Like, they just want to get in a rhythm. And Big Ben's like, F it. Here it is. And mm-hmm. he's going to allow those guys to make a play. Yeah. So I think it's going to take a little bit for that relationship to kind of be built with Justin Fields. But maybe next year that can't be something that's, you know, something maybe. worth, like, or you're, worth watching uh, or looking forward to. Mooney is a guy that you mm-hmm. like a lot. Maybe, Wendell yeah, just another him. year of developing with them and, and figuring it out. I do think Chase Claypool is still a really good receiver. But, yeah, giving – Justin Fields, a couple more weapons, and then you've got to fix that offensive line. Big time. It's just it's real bad. Tevin Jenkins went down with an injury today. Not that, not that he's been great, but he moved into guard, and he's looked a lot better from what I hear. Mm-hmm. And another thing, too, with the Bears is their new general manager, Poles. You know, he was in Kansas City when they yeah. rebuilt their offensive line in an offseason, so he knows how to do that, or at least he's seen how it was done successfully. Maybe that can just be a huge positive for Chicago too heading into this offseason. Is you know we do have some playmakers. Maybe we can find another one later in the draft. But right now, let's focus on this offensive line and getting some more guys here on our defense to help out. The Bears are one of those teams that I, I just kind of find myself rooting for. I would mm-hmm. like to see them be good. It's kind of like a, what I was hoping for the Panthers to be. You know, where you're just on the brink of being like the Buffalo Bills, where it hasn't been good. You get in the right pieces. Now we build from there. I really thought that's the direction Carolina was heading. Mm-hmm. defensively, now that all their young guys are healthy, they have been making plays the last couple of weeks, which has been exciting to see. But Chicago's kind of done it on the offensive side of the ball, especially with Justin Fields. So maybe you're looking at this team as like they're heading in the right direction. And that's what's exciting about watching some of these teams who are not playing well this year, but looking forward, it's like, ooh, we see the right pieces are in place. Yeah, and we've had a couple teams clinch playoffs mm-hmm. spots now. The Buffalo playoffs. Bills uh, did it. The Kansas City Chiefs have done it. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Minnesota Vikings have all clinched, and the 49ers clinched the division as well. So starting to get the playoff picture kind of figured out as mm-hmm. we're right here in the middle of December, which is exciting. Uh, some surprising teams. I honestly did not expect the 49ers to be that. I don't know if it's – it's not so much about the 49ers, honestly. I did not expect this division to be so bad. That's, yeah. I did not expect the Rams to be bad, and I know Matt Stafford's been hurt. I didn't expect the Cardinals to be this bad. So far. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the Seahawks, they, they've just outperformed. Honestly, they've been better than I thought they would. But the 49ers sitting there at 10-4, and four, I didn't think they would be that good. I also did think that Trey Lance would be their quarterback. Mm-hmm. He is not. And <laughs> I don't know. Brock Purdy forever? Like, I don't, I don't know. What's well, I mean, looking at the way he's been playing the last couple of weeks, like, I'm kind of about it. <laughs> right? How do you? I saw, who was this? I think it might have been uh, ORC, Ryan Clark. Uh, was like, this is the best quarterback play the Niners have, have gotten all year. Yeah. It's like, honestly, he's been making plays with his legs and with his arm. It's crazy. What it reminds me of is RG3 and Kirk Cousins, which was a oh. Kyle Shanahan thing. 
Yeah. RG3 had all the tools, but you know what? Got injured. In steps Kirk Cousins, and it's like, you know what? We're going to play him for a little bit. Yeah. Kirk Cousins still in the league. And I, we'll see what happens. Kyle Shanahan is just, he's a weird dude. He's got a type that he wants at quarterback. I don't think it was Trey Lance. I think that he, I still think he wanted Mac Jones. Yeah. But he's maybe found something with Brock, Brock Purdy. I don't know. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings also clinched a playoff spot, and they are the winners of the NFC North. Didn't, didn't even think that was possible. <laughs> honestly, like, honestly, though, I think we both talked about, like, yeah, they could if something happens with Rodgers. So it's not that outlandish. This is another one of those divisions where it's like the Packers are in third place yeah. in this division. That is something I did not expect. And for the Detroit Lions to be sitting there at 7-7, seven and seven, didn't see that coming, especially hey, after a one and six start. That's what I'm talking about. The freaking like, Detroit Lions, baby. I'm absolutely loving watching them play football right now. And they beat the Jets today on which, the road in the cold. Jared Goff, Lions mm-hmm. can't win on the road. Jared Goff can't play quarterback in the cold. Uh, and that is that's a good win. Like the Jets have played really good this year. I know Zach Wilson was in at quarterback for him this uh, week. They're they're seven and seven team. Like they're they've been good. They've looked like a playoff team mm-hmm. at times. So. Vikings fans should be happy with winning that division, even though the Packers are kind of, well, not kind of. They've definitely taken a step back. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, another thing for the Lions, you know, they win that game off a missed, you know, field goal attempt by the Jets. Mm-hmm. They lost three games last year due to game-winning field goals. Now the ball is starting to bounce the Lions' way. Last year there were so many close losses. This year you're coming away with those close wins. Everything is happening your way. Just keep riding off of it. Yeah, ball don't lie. And then somehow the NFC East is the best division in football. Don't get yeah. out of time. Every <laughs> team above 500. 500 yeah. You've got the Eagles sitting at 13-1 and one and the Cowboys sitting at 10-4. and four, But the Commanders and the Giants both in play. They'll play on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it because it's the Commanders <laughs> and Giants. But that's, it's pretty impressive what that division is doing. To have every team above 500 when just a couple of years ago, I think it was the Eagles that made it out of that division with a 7-9 and nine record. And people were like, this division sucks. Yeah. Look at us now. It's, just, it's crazy how quickly it can happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just, but even though with it, it's, we look at these teams, like with the Cowboys losing today. Last week, they almost lost to the Texans. Mm-hmm. Chiefs almost lost to the Texans today. We've not <laughs> yeah. talked about that game. Thank <laughs> you. But it's just, This is on me, honestly, because <laughs> I talked some shit about the Cowboys almost losing to the Texans. And I just now remembered it. Yeah, that's on me, dog. Yeah, it's all right. We won't talk about the Seahawks. We've been not doing nothing but praising them. So, happy Christmas Eve, or yeah, Christmas Eve for that game. But with the Cowboys, like they are starting to kind of just self-destruct here. You lose to the Jaguars today on a pick six by Dak. He has not looked good at all the last month and a half. Yeah, you and I were talking about that late Thursday night. <laughs> Sports Christmas party does not mess around, and I we did it to ourselves because we all said going to take it easy tonight. Be home mm-hmm. by 11 o'clock, in bed, snuggled up, ready for Friday. Yep. Ah, did not happen. <laughs> did not happen. In my defense, I started asking people around 10, 15 if they were ready to leave. Everyone said no. <laughs> yeah, if you asked me, I'll be honest, I don't, remember you, I don't remember you asking me that question. Well, I did. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I said no. Resounding like we had no. A great time. <laughs> it was a good time. Shout out to our boy Rob, who's been on the podcast before. It was great. You have a great time, and it's an open bar, but boy, you end up paying for it. Oh, man. Friday was so tough. And I feel like every boss that I have now for my new gig was in the office, just mm-hmm. calling in, wanting to talk. And I'm like, not today. How like, at one point. Know? How do you know that I had a rough night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at one point, my, she's, we're coworkers, but I pretty much look at her like a boss. She just looks over at me and goes, are you still hungover? And I was like, is it that obvious? She's like, you haven't said a word in an hour. She's like, that's a not like you. I was like. Let's see if we yeah. can go another hour. How about that, Karen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and her name is Karen. Uh, Why don't you mind your own business over there? <laughs> You just zip it, all right? <laughs> Keep looking up your cat videos. <laughs> um, other divisions in football, the AFC East, the the Bills have clinched that division. They're going to make the playoffs. That's another one that looks pretty good. Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. You could make an argument that that's the best team, the best division. And it was a, a good game Saturday night between the Dolphins and the Bills. And mm-hmm. I think when you talk yeah. about the best division of football, I do think that is a great division to talk about because – 
We all claimed AFC West at the beginning. I mean, everybody. Oh, yeah. There was nobody saying, like, ooh, keep an eye on the AFC East. Like, that can be the best. Here they are. Like, and it's fun, too, with the Jets. Like, there was an opportunity for them to win that game against the Lions. We already talked about it. Zach Wilson, he had his moments. They somehow convert on, like, a fourth and 18. Right. And then you miss the field goal. But at the same time, it's, what do you do moving forward if you're the Jets at quarterback? Do you go back to Mike White, who everyone clearly wants to be the quarterback? Or do you look at Zach Wilson and go, Fourth and 18, he bailed us out, put us in a position to win. Yeah. He still didn't play very well today. Is the no, thing. he did not. And everybody was so quick to jump on him, too, because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be, that's obviously going to be an interesting thing. The AFC North is another one that I still haven't figured out. The Bengals mm-hmm. looking pretty good. They were down bad to the Buccaneers. They have fought back in that game. It's going on as we talk. Uh, the Ravens and Browns. Browns win this weekend over the Ravens. Deshaun Watson coming back. We'll see what the Browns can do over these next couple weeks. I wouldn't be surprised at all, though, if the Browns made a really strong push for the playoffs. They're sitting there at 6-8. and eight, and I mean, I, their next three games are winnable. I mean, they play the Saints, the Commanders, and then the Steelers. That's their next right, three games. Can, yeah, so n- then you're sitting there at 9-8. and eight. Mm-hmm. And in that division, that could be – I mean, that could be good enough for a wild card. We'll see, we'll see what happens with everybody – else but we are getting into the very exciting part of football it's scary and exciting but it's almost done yeah which is it sucks but this weekend it was already like i know i said that i missed the um forgot about the saturday games in the nfl part of it was because i was like oh my god what am i gonna do am i really (laughs) gonna sit down and watch the jimmy fallon bowl or whatever it is i think it's jimmy kimmel (laughs) i'm not I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and some of these bowl games, too, like, you just – you really don't know now. Because, like, Oregon State plays Florida, right? The the line there was Oregon State by 10. And it's like, whoa, they're playing SEC team. I don't know about that. Florida, like, everybody is leaving Florida. Like, mm-hmm. there's nobody wanting to play football at the University of Florida anymore right now. Oregon State wins easily. They're 30 to 3. Yeah, like, and it's just so bad, like, right now some of these bowl games because there are players opting out and transferring or – you know, deciding yeah. not to play, and it's just another one of these situations of, I don't know how to bet, and it doesn't make it exciting to watch because you don't know who's on the field. It's like yeah. you're watching a glorified spring game for some of these teams. I used to love the bowl games, but if we're being honest, it's because I was on Christmas break. You yeah. know, it's like I have nothing else to do. I'm going to watch SMU and BYU play. <laughs> now I am an adult. <laughs> now I have some things that I need to do. It's not just, man, I had a setup when I was in high school. I had two TVs. I could watch football and play college football on PlayStation. Shoot. Living the dream. Yeah. I mean, could I do that now as an adult? Probably, but. It's not as cool when I have no, I got bills due next week. <laughs> right? Yeah. I got laundry to do and like yeah. have to be a dad. I can't just yeah. like, no, no, no. Go do your own thing. Make your own dinner. I'm watching this football game and playing that one. Like, <laughs> fold your own clothes. No, I don't want to hear about your day. Yeah. Ooh, drama at school. Tough it out. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it is almost Christmas time, though, uh, and we are going to talk more about Christmas stuff on Thursday. But let's bring back a little bit of an old segment. You have—I don't even know what to call it. Are we? Is this a tell the truth? Um, it's kind of just like a shower thought, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. And I really—I don't know where to start with this. I don't remember if I was drunk or high when I thought of this. Like, I definitely. <laughs> Wasn't you were both when you told me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was just a random thought, and the reason is because, and it might be a little inappropriate, but I went and got a massage the other day, and you know, I've always nice. had this giant fear of like getting massaged, like you know, you're being real relaxed, the rubbing on your back, kind of putting pressure on spots, is it gonna make you fart, right? And so then it was like the thought of like... That's not where I thought you were going with this. No, I'm not trying to be inappropriate with it. But it's just like, definitely don't want to fart during a massage. That's super embarrassing. No coming back from it. And then there was another thought too sometime where one time I was walking and I did go to fart. And I was like, I didn't think that was that loud. But then I think too, it's like, okay, I'm kind of a tall... There's, I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. I'm kind of a taller individual. Did my fart seem quieter to me? Because there's some distance in my height here. Where there's someone shorter, it's like, man, my farts are really loud. And then my thought continued to grow. What about Shaquille O'Neal? Does Shaquille O'Neal hear his own farts? Or is he so tall that he thinks it's just the faintest noise? Here's but everyone else in his household who might be an average height is like, man, that is some serious rumble coming out of that man. But Shaq farts at normal people height level. That's what I'm saying. You know, Shaq's That's butt sits at four foot eight. 
Yeah. Like if you're five foot three girl, you're like, that was in my mouth. What are you doing? <laughs> yes. I have so many questions for Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. First one, can I see it? <laughs> I think we've all wondered. That would like if I could ask any question to any person, that's one. And his wife is tiny. <laughs> like same size? Not even trying to be perverted. This is scientific. I just gotta know. <laughs> Yes. You wear like a size 22 shoe, giant hands. Yeah. He's seven foot tall, probably 350 pounds, but has like, not maybe not a six pack, but like he has a flat stomach. Yeah. He's, he's, he's in shape mm -hmm. and he's old. Yeah. 50s, 60s. I want to see it. <laughs> Strictly scientific reason. Can you tie in the knot? <laughs> Or what if it's Can just throw like it over the your most shoulder? <laughs> unimpressive thing you've ever seen in your life? It's like just a giant. Mine's bigger than that. <laughs> oh, but or it could still you. be just ginormous. But in proportion to, him, to his body, yeah. it's like meh. His hand is like ah, okay, same. You know, yeah, yeah, not that bad. But that's one thing. Talk about getting weird. Yeah, I mean, this all started with just like that was the thought. Is like okay, hey, like. That fart didn't sound loud to me. Did it sound louder maybe to a shorter person? What about Shaq? Does Shaq hear his fart? Like, I'm sure he feels him, right? Like, you're going to feel you're gonna feel it too. But does he hear it? Like, is there that much of a distance separation where it's like, no idea. No I've, idea how loud that was. Uh, well, I've been out before. I am not tall. I am average mm -hmm. height. And, like, I had to fart walking. Like, I'll let one leak. And then somebody be like, did you just fart? Like, No. But I did. <laughs> Am I going to deny it? Yeah, because we don't know each other that well. <laughs> oh my gosh! No way. <laughs> no, it was some. It was a, oh, okay. a girlfriend of another friend. Okay. Shouted like, not shouted, but was like, "Did you really just fart?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> not at all." Why does it have to be so weird? We burp like people burp. That's fine. Yeah, and then just like, oh, excuse like, me. Like, now don't be at the dinner table just ripping ass, right? Mm -hmm. But like, if you're like walking through a store and you got a toot, just let it out. Yeah, walking through the store. That's what am funny. I got to like self conscious find a way to, like try and make it quietly happen, but then worry like, am I gonna make myself poop my pants? Like, yeah, why is it super embarrassing? It's everybody does it. Like even <laughs> I'll never forget third grade class. One student, he just he heard as a kid like, oh, if you hold in your farts, your stomach will blow up. So he was will just blow up, <laughs> blow like he just explode. And he, I, he to this day he still believes it because I I know this recently we were sitting somewhere watching a basketball game. And he just lets it go. And I'm like, dude, why? He's like, man, I don't want my stomach to blow up. And I was like, I remember that from third grade. Like, I know this isn't true. But, I mean, it would be in middle of class. And you just, like, right off those chairs, dude. Hilarious as a kid. Now, as if an you adult, let a stinky one go, funny. that, that yeah. does bother me. Yeah. It does. But, you know, even when we used to share an office together and we sat across the room from mm -hmm. each other, some shit happened. <laughs> Yeah, if there was one time I did it, you'd be like, dude, why? <laughs> yeah, I like to make you feel guilty for it and then turn around and do the exact yeah, same just, thing. <laughs> and then we just laugh at it. I'm just like, ah, that's just mellow being mellow. I'm over here feeling guilty. <laughs> right. I had a weird situation happen over the weekend, too. Uh, it was after the Sports Edge party, and I had to go to Casey's and get myself right. Uh -huh. And I'm standing in line at Casey's, and there's an old couple in front of me who's clearly traveling already for the holidays. And she is buying a phone charger and like a phone box, you know, mm -hmm. that plugs in. And the guy rings her up and it was $19. And she was like, $19 for both of them? And I'm thinking, feels about right. <laughs> yeah. About 10 bucks each? Yeah. You're at a gas station? That's, yeah, that's what they cost. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to pay $19. And she's like arguing with the guy, like he can change the price. <laughs> and then eventually... She decides that she's going to buy just one of the items. Instead of buying the cord that charges your phone, she bought the box with nothing to plug into it. Like, how dumb can you be? <laughs> Got myself a deal. <laughs> right? So then her new total is like $9 and whatever. And I'm standing there for a good five minutes watching this whole thing. <laughs> she pays with a $20 bill. Oh, my God. She refused to pay $19 for a phone charger for the cord in the box. Just buys the box. I don't know what the hell she's going to do with it. 
and then pays with the 20. Could have had both items. So I'm just sitting there, kind of hungover, kind of tired, and being like, what are you doing? I wanted to grab her and be like, listen, Linda, <laughs> you can buy both. Let me help you, please. <laughs> yeah. you You're going to make it five miles down the road and not have your phone charged. <laughs> Let Phone's me help still you. dead. Can't call for help, but <laughs> I got a box. Let me help you, old lady. Um, yeah, just the weird things that you see at Casey's. Oh, I, I mean, Dollar General, too. Like, the one that I live by. And Thursday, went to the sports edge party. We we all said that if we showed a plate, we'd have to do 10 push-ups. But I knew if I showed a plate, I was going to have to do the 10 push-ups mm-hmm. in the restaurant. And I was like, I cannot let this happen. I'll tell you, I was worried that I was going to show up late. Really? And have to do them. Yeah, I thought that I would have to as well. But yeah, if you would have shown up at five hundred one, we're actually not going to have to do this. That would have been kind of comforting because I realized that my shave, like my razor that I used to shave my head, had gone kind of dull, so I threw it away. And then I was like, "Oh my god, I don't have another razor." So I hurried up and run Dollar General, and then I realized I'm out of deodorant too. So I grabbed deodorant. I grabbed these two things while I'm in Dollar General. There's a guy in there trying who has this giant hiking backpack. And he's got like Chips Ahoy, Oreos, just like all these cookies lined up. I later find out that he tried to spend worth $500 worth of stuff and buy it with multiple different credit cards. And none of them worked. So he decides to call the cops on Dollar General because of this. And he's like, the customer's always right. Like just da da da. And the guy's like, sir, you're not like, you're not right. You don't have money for this. And I mean, there are cookies galore lined up on this counter at Dollar General. And Dollar General does not have a big counter for the cashiers. So one, it's kind of funny looking. Two, I'm in a rush. Uh-huh. And three, this guy calls 911 and he puts the operator on speaker. And the operator's like, 911, like how, you know, what's your mercy? How can I help you? And he just starts giving this long story. He's like, sir, is this life-threatening? And the homeless guy is like, what? And he's like, is this life-threatening? He was like, well, no. And he's like, sir, oh, this well, is a life-threatening line only. Like, please call. Da, da, da. And he was like, well, just can you transfer me? And the operator, the operator literally goes, no. Like, I cannot. Please hang up. I feel bad for those people because, you know, the next caller probably did have, like, a life-threatening thing. Yes. But now that operator is a little impatient and a little annoyed. And then that's going to be the clip of like, you were really short with me. Like I was getting chased by a person. Yeah. And you were not very patient. And you got an attitude. You don't hear about the guy who's trying to buy $500 worth of cookies and annoying you all day. Screaming in a Dollar General. (laughs) Dollar General and yeah. Honestly, it's not even those two businesses. They're great companies. Yes. Love both of them. It's the area in which. Where they decide to put one up and the customers that are attracted to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't spend as much time in Joplin anymore. When I drive through this town, I'm like, how is it so, how is it so bad? Uh, honestly, I feel like it's gotten better. Since I go on walks <laughs> with my dog all the time. Like that little park by the Joplin Globe where all those homeless people go by that yeah. fountain and shower and stuff. They've lined <laughs> it with Christmas lights and they blare Christmas music all night long. Homeless people aren't down there. They can't sleep next to that. That's a good idea. I know. Because it is a problem. I've tried um, taking my daughters because it it's a nice little park area mm-hmm. with like some fountains and some benches and stuff like that. It's a nice park area. Yep. I've tried to take my daughters down there before, but literally homeless people bathe there. Yes. And if you're thinking, man, these guys are really hard on the homeless people, they're always bitching and complaining about them. Yeah. Well, there's a homeless shelter about three blocks away that they can stay in for free. Yep. All you have to and, do is go look for a job. The other thing is like I have – you guys have gotten on to me for me helping homeless people in a way that I uh-huh. do yeah. because I'm like, hop on in. I'll take <laughs> yeah, you Cause you're giving food. them rides and you're going to get murdered <laughs> across town. Not even worried about my life. I'll ask them the question. Like, you're not going to murder me. Are you I'm like, no, trust you. That's how I die. You're yeah. going to murder me. No. Oh, you yeah. lied. Ah, got him. <laughs> Joni let his guard down. <laughs> April fools, bitch. Yeah, it is. It's, it's rough here. The homeless people. Yeah, it's – and they all got bikes. That still freaks me out a little bit. Like it's still – like I see a person on a bike and I'm like, ah, oh, good casual person. Hey, now you have buddies to help train for that triathlon. <laughs> yeah. How many did you chase me a little faster, pal? We should see – we should see how many homeless people we can get to sign up with you. <laughs> I've been training for this all year. Yeah, you you already run and you already bike all over town. Just learn how to swim, bro. Yeah, good idea. I get huh. paid to do that. Well, sure. I'm excited about you competing in a triathlon. Yeah, it'll be in June, I believe, is the official date for it. So, I mean, plenty of time to train. But here's the thing: it feels like a long time away now. 
Yeah. If you're training for three different areas, you gotta you gotta start January one. I now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we started going on longer I, walks hey, with the dog, trying to get the I legs know you. <laughs> you will wait until April or May and be like, I gotta start training. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta start. You're not wrong. Now. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you up after New Year's and be like, "Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, you gotta run. You swim. <laughs> like, where are you going to swim? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't. You're I think, a strong I think swimmer, I though, aren't you? I think I've heard you say that. Uh, I feel confident swimming. Yeah, I don't. So. Yeah, but I, again, like I can say that until I go swim a hundred meters, and I'm like, "Fuck this!" Mm-hmm. Like, what happens if I'm swimming and then I cramp up? Screwed. Yeah, I think you die. Yeah. So, well, I'm sure they have like people out there like. I hope, but then if I'm in the something. mass of other people, I'm not good. I might have to swim on the outside. It's like on a track. Now I'm taking the the lane that's going to take longer. I don't know. Send me the link. I want to look at this. Yeah, I will. triathlon. But uh, the big country triathlon going to happen in June. <laughs> He's going to start training now. Uh, that's it for us today, though. We appreciate you guys joining us and sticking around. Pretty random. Pretty it random. Was. But I felt like it was good. It's been a minute since we've been real random. Uh-huh. And honestly, I didn't think many of the football games were that good today. Um, not really. Not I know really. I saw like a tweet. It's like, oh, every game happening right now is it within a touchdown or whatever, yeah. a one-score game. That's great. I wasn't excited about a lot of the matchups. The matchups, I think, is really what it kind of comes down to. Like We already talked about it tonight. I'm not excited about the Giants and Commanders at all. No. And I'm like you not know, going this, to watch it. This Bengals Buccaneers games in the fourth quarter. It would be nice to see the Bengals lose. <laughs> I don't need them winning anymore. <laughs> but it, it's just uh, the Chiefs played a close game. You know the Lions come out victorious again. That's exciting. The Jaguars. I do think we need to give they some pra- them some praise. Excuse me. They've looked really solid the last couple of weeks. Justin or excuse me, Trevor Lawrence within the last I think five or six weeks has been playing phenomenal football. Yeah, and he's not necessarily getting the praise that he deserves. I want to go ahead and give him a little Isn't round of it, applause for that. That's kind of crazy too. Like a former number one overall pick, and it does feel like he's kind of going under the radar. Yeah, it is weird. He's I I like Trevor Lawrence though. I find myself rooting for him. I don't like his hair, but I I want to see him be good because it is. It's almost like he's in a situation where people actually like root against him. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's because of the situation, and I'm not saying Urban Meyer's the reason why people don't like Trevor Lawrence, but like. Trevor Lawrence didn't get really a true rookie season. Like you got mm-hmm. Urban Meyer. That's pretty tough to handle coming into the league. Yeah. yeah. Coming to the NFL is hard enough. And then you got to deal with the Urban Meyer stuff, too. Like That's just right. very, very difficult. To yeah. All right. Well, that is it for us today. Uh, Thursday, we'll be back at it talking um, a little more Christmas stuff. Ooh. Christmas movies. Oh, you better believe it. Christmas songs. Maybe what we want for Christmas. Maybe a calendar update. Who knows? Uh, But that is it for us today. We will talk to you guys again on Thursday. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you then.